my ninja Looking over town with the pick from the liquor account Have you seen this ninja? Better call them mom, gonna be pissed off That her kid is a full blown ninja No I'm not making up a girlfriend, yeah how stupid would that be? Damn that ninja! What did I do to make you mad so you can take a bath at my sexy girlfriend? Now I need a drink, better sit and think to rescue my sexy girlfriend She could be anywhere if I could just take her to a place that was ninja safe I wouldn't be caught in this mess at best as the 15 times this happened I'm 63.3% sure that a ninja stole my girlfriend I can't believe I'm so naive to let a ninja steal my girlfriend I guess I'll grab a bite and hope for the best Okay, it's been about 20 minutes and I'm convinced that she got killed by a ninja What other explanation could it be? See, killer ninja I've seen CSI Miami and it had to be a ninja Killer ninja I wonder if they'll kill me just to say that they're a killer ninja Just call the whole search party off I'm sure she's buried in a ninja graveyard Even if you made it in there I'm sure you'd still need a member card But you never find it I tried, it's hidden well I talked to Sylvia Brown on Montel She said I'm SOL I'm 120% sure that a ninja killed my girlfriend for watching Law and Order, I know that ninja killed my girlfriend I never got to teach her how to break dance Ooh, Wait, wait, no wait, wait, I figured it out, this is great She couldn't be taking her death for that matter Matter of fact, she's probably in the back where I left her Crying her eyes out cause I took a plane to China to find a faulty ninja Oh man, what a mess I made, better get back as soon as I can Cause it's been four days So, so long China, later Bangkok Good night moon to the plane I came on What if she's not there when I get back? There's only one answer for that Yes, that's it, Oh man, how stupid was I? She was the ninja the whole time Sir, could you turn this plane around? My girlfriend's a ninja Wow! I'm fairly confident, sure enough, that my girlfriend is a ninja! I should've saw the but I didn't have the time! Ninja equals girlfriend! That would explain all the shurikens in our sock drawer. It's time for another episode of the Subcon Video Game Hip Hop Podcast. You just heard a classic track from my parents' favorite music and Nerd Army. Uh, Nerd Army is sadly defunct, but hopefully my parents' favorite music got another great new album in the pipeline. Uh, Once that drops, you gotta believe I'm spending plenty of subcon to talk about it. That classic track was called Secrets Don't Make Girlfriends and it's from a compilation that I helped organize. Not to toot my own horn, but I don't have tooting sound effects on this podcast. That was from Here Comes a New Challenger 2 Turbo, which you can find over at gamemusicforall.bandcamp.com and download that and many other great old nerdcore tracks for free. So we are in the center of summer. It's summer, it's hot, and I need some ice-cold beats to keep me from melting. Luckily, this has been a great year for cold beats, uh, thanks to folks like Too Mellow and A Visceral, dudes who are always super chill. So you'll be hearing plenty of super chill tracks over the summer episodes of Subcon, because there's no way to avoid it summer is not the best time for me to listen to some incredibly aggressive uh, death metal pokemon covers which do exist and i do love but dang it's hot speaking of pokemon i wanted to talk about a few of the 
Pokemon that have been revealed for the upcoming Pokemon Sun and Moon coming to the 3DS later this year. Nintendo has announced my new favorite evolution line in Pokemon, starting with Grubbin, which clearly is just a grub, a little grub, insect grub. But then, this is when things get awesome. He turns into Chargerbug, and Chargerbug is basically just a bus-shaped caterpillar. And it even has square eyes, and it honks. Its, its cry is a car horn, and I couldn't be happier. But not just that, but it evolves into Vicavolt. And if you've seen images of Vicavolt, and you should if you're following me on any type of social media, as soon as I realized this, I wouldn't stop harping on the fact that Vicavolt looks just like Vic Viper from Gradius. If you don't know, Vic Viper is the main character in Gradius, aka the actual spaceship. Who pilots the spaceship? Who gives a fuck? You pilot it, Mr. Player number one. Anyway, I love Gradius. I love Vic Viper. And now I love Vicavolt. Vicavolt has just moved to leader of the pack for my bug team. I don't know who's on my bug team now because it's been a long time since I played Pokemon X and Y. But someone on that team is getting booted the hell out because Vicavolt is coming and he's here to run things. Just like the Vic Viper from Gradius who took on the entire Bacterion army. And maybe, well, I guess he didn't defeat him. There's a lot of Gradius sequels. And then it just kind of ended. Speaking of which, Konami, if you're listening, can you please sell the rights to Gradius to literally anybody? Because, I mean, yeah, we're all sad. Metal Gear, probably no more Metal Gears. Well, at least not Metal Gears as we know them to be. But what about the little guys? We're not going to get no more Gradiuses. Because, um, I, well, you know, we weren't getting any Gradiuses anyway, no matter how much money Konami makes. But we're also not getting no Mystical Ninjas, no Solar Boy Jangos, no Lunar Knights, no more Castlevanias, good Castlevanias, old school Castlevanias. I'm sh- I could spend a whole episode complaining about Konami. No more Silent Hill. Alright, I'm going into a bad place right now. Uh, moving on, we're going to listen to some awesome new music uh, from 2Mallow. I mentioned earlier that 2Mallow has dropped a bunch of great summer tunes for y'all to vibe on. From his latest album, Midnight Broadcasts Volume 1, this is Dusty Boogie.
realized that it was myself that I was running from God damn, such a trip when the pieces fit the puzzle Used to have anxiety, cause it's life's a hustle Not a struggle, but we bustle about Think it's so deep, I wanna figure it out Draw conclusions, the life's an illusion We all cause somewhere between clarity and confusion It's a happy medium, but we can never settle We can push it to the next level, cause we alright Yeah, I'm thinking out of the can Crush the cardboard box, but they don't understand Psychedelic visions got me on some thin nights but if you walking on ice, you might as well dance Tripped out and I'm caught in a trance But what's life without a little spice? Yeah, uh Life's a gamble, not a shambles so when you roll the dice Never made a list, so check the rhyme twice Maybe check it three times Roll another slip, try to relax in my free time Damn, that's just the way to escape Take myself to higher places and float To a better place Better wait till your time come We all have in this life just trying to be the one Looking for another half, contemplating the yang Met this chick named Yin, but it's never the same Nah, cause it's never the same I met this in the, yeah, yeah, yeah You just heard from the consistently chill A Visceral. Uh, this time he teams up with his buddy Nolan Ryan for the for the No Visceral Ryan EP. You got A Visceral's uh, old school R&B beats uh, mixed with Nolan Ryan's uh, rhymes, and you could grab that album off the A Visceral Bandcamp page. Uh, of course, be sure to check the show notes for links to all of the music that you hear on this episode of the Subcon Podcast. And also, be sure to head over to youtube.com slash gamemusicforall to check out video reviews of great chiptunes and VGM albums. Uh, my latest reviews are Arcade Coma's Very Very Frosty EP, In the Snow as well as the Castle Rocking duo of mixtapes known as Castle Twerkia by DJ Supersonic. And there's definitely plenty more album reviews coming soon, so make sure you're subscribing to me on YouTube. Once again, that's youtube.com slash game music for all. Alright, and now it's time for one of my favorite parts about the show. It's time for my quarterly anime discussion um every season comes with a new season of anime and with the close of the season this season being the close of spring spring season just closed and i'm going to talk about some of my favorite shows from the spring season now an interesting thing that's been happening as i've been trying to keep up with um with anime is the fact that every season that passes every time I discover a new anime I love I become a little more jaded about anime I mean maybe I hopped in at the wrong time because 2015 was a really strong season and I enjoyed a lot of anime Uh, 2016 hasn't been going the same way at all but that has changed already I mean we got four seasons to go through winter was uh, there was one good one. Refer to a previous episode to hear about what I thought of the winter season. 
Uh, but in the spring season, I watched three anime. Uh, I've continued to watch Super Dragon Ball. I glossed over it um, in my last anime segment because it's Dragon Ball. It goes so anguishingly slow uh, plot-wise that, you know, there's just seriously not much to talk about sometimes. Like, we were like, what happened on the last episode of Super Dragon Ball? Um, powered up. Uh, there were some bad jokes. And Balma was there? But now that it's been two seasons, about 24 episodes of Super Dragon Ball, uh, I'm glad to report back. Um, because finally enough story has built up, and now there's a log jam of content to discuss. Um, the main thing I want to say is that even though I have all the complaints for Super Dragon Ball that I would have if I was trying to review Dragon Ball Z right now, um, it's very nostalgic. Like, as much as I dislike the pacing of Dragon Ball Z, it was one of the first animes I ever consistently watched, so... That pacing is very nostalgic, very familiar to me. And it is nice in a way to just relax and enjoy the show for what it is instead of some show that I want it to be. And it's just great to revisit a lot of these characters again. Um, They really make a big thing of involving everyone uh, from the show. They bring back a lot of the characters from both Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and have already introduced quite a few new characters as well. Right now in the current story, uh, Future Trunks has come back from the future to the past again because if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan you know that Trunks has already come back from the future to the past to talk to um, a dude about a robot and then they fought the robot and I think they defeated the robot but then he went back to the future and then the future had to come back to the past and then you know what who cares Goku has to fight evil Goku um there's a king of everything but he's kind of whatever right now he's doing everything else so he's not part of the story from what I can surmise so far is that evil Goku is just some evil dude that's controlling normal Goku's body and pretty inconvenient if that's the case but so Goku and Goku Black are gonna throw down probably Um, I'm really hoping Vegeta and Goku Black throw down so that Vegeta could just straight up murder Goku and like it's canonically totally chill because it was evil Goku Um, and then Bulma uh, Balma created a time machine, so I guess she's pretty integral to the story. But she's consistently been integral to the Super Dragon Ball story. Like, she's the one that talks to Whis and Beerus the most. She's the one that is basically moves the plot along. Like, she's back up to Dragon Ball levels of plot development at this point. Uh, It's a good anime if you are very nostalgic for Dragon Ball Z. 
And I guess I am, because I'm still watching up to the 51st episode we're up to at the time of this broadcast. Um, And I'm definitely going to keep watching, because, I mean, what else am I going to do? So that brings us to the second anime of the season. Uh, Iron Fortress of the Cabinary... Caba... um, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Um, it's so anime. Um, there was a lot of parallels to, um, I don't know if you nerds have heard of a little show called Attack on Titan, but, uh, I played up a lot of the same ideas at the beginning. Very violent, very intense. Tons of crazy supernatural beasts that are just utterly unstoppable. And it seemed pretty intense at first. Um, but things, things change life changes so quickly so basically uh this is an anime about zombies and about demons based well they're demon zombies let me start over this is an anime about damn near unkillable zombies like imagine zombies but you could only stop them by stabbing them in their diamond encrusted heart and now you see where all the problems lie uh basically they're complete terrifying super fast super efficient zombies that are damn near indestructible so humanity decides to build giant walls a la attack on titan or what is it called Beastmaster? no god eater god eater had some big walls around their town as well which is a perfectly rational move but in uh, Iron Fortress uh, they also have a train system to move about each uh, fortress so that's why it's called Cabinary of the Iron no hold on it's called Cabinary of the Iron Fortress because the train they take when their city is destroyed is an Iron Fortress basically it's a giant iron armor clad train that protects them from cabinaries hurling literally hurling themselves at the train to attack them so there's a bunch of dudes on a train zombies are attacking they're trying to find a new place to live because i guess you can't live on a train forever this isn't snowpiercer damn it the main characters are two people that are half cabin half zombie half human basically i'm not gonna keep saying cabinar cab because it's hard to say and if you don't actually watch the show the word is basically meaningless zombies they're fucking zombies um and our main character is a dude that got bit by a zombie but was able to find a way to not let it all go to his head and his brain and his body or maybe he's magical um this we'll we'll get into this but the anime left me with some questions um basically he our main character gets bitten by a zombie gets super zombie powers and he meets a girl who also has super zombie powers but it turns out she and this is i guess where spoilers start coming in uh she was turned into a super zombie person um for reasons okay 
So, so I've given all the synopsis I could before I start complaining about how hard it is to write a synopsis for this thing. I mean, okay, let's praise the anime first. There was some really good animation. Some of the fight scenes were super intense. Uh, the action was intense. The first couple episodes, especially, uh, lots of blood, lots of de- lots of demon zombie attacks, all the stuff you want in an incredibly action-packed anime. But as the show progressed, this is when things started to go off the rails, but only figuratively, because the actual train they ride around in stayed on the rails the whole time. Well, they kind of like, you know, leaned to one side or another, but it never went off the rails in the show but the show itself did go off the rails because the characters oh man the characters they were so lame like okay there's like the there's the headstrong guy main character there's the headstrong girl main character and they're both basically unstoppable they're just fighting zombies zombies are pretty cool because uh they basically become a rat's nest of zombies and become something called like the black shadow or the black fog which is basically a bunch of zombies that have stuck together and become a gigantic super zombie giant zombie made zombie thing and that's pretty intense um but then the focus shifts from trying to survive the zombies to this pink-haired goofball who also fights the zombies but apparently he also hates people so his big plan is to infiltrate the largest of the remaining human cities and unleash a bunch of zombies in there and then um some stuff happens I guess he didn't think it through very well I don't know if the people who wrote the story thought it through very well but a bunch of things go down Every some people turn on each other some people don't turn on each other and then I don't I, it's just like it's, it's a thing it's a thing alright that's for sure the story felt so rushed there were so many points that weren't really focused on or emphasized enough or you know drawn out teased out or explained in any way which I can get used to I watch anime a lot of things don't get explained a lot of anime shows get cancelled before they even try to start explaining shit but I really don't want to stick around for a second season and see if they do explain anything and I doubt this show is getting a second season uh, because they basically destroyed the final structure of humanity and then the character still gets the villain who basically destroyed the last bastion of humanity also is kind of a good guy because he saved the main character for some reason even though the main character and the main bad guy didn't really know each other that well and I don't think the main bad guy would really give a flying damn if any one person that he kind of sort of knew or seen around uh survived after he basically tried to destroy all of humanity but that's just me (laughs) maybe i'm reading too much into it i mean the villain had pink hair so how much is there to think about the 
main villain of the show was lame and he also was lame because there were so many instances where the zombies clearly should have been the main villains but it went from thrilling zombie end of the world a post-apocalyptic type show straight into standard good guy trying to save the girl from the bad guy with all the anime tropes that encompasses and the third and final anime that i watched this season made up for everything else i saw and then some this might be my anime of the year check back with me when i'm reviewing the what the fall into winter season whatever doesn't matter but the anime of the season for sure anime of the year definitely in the running i mean it owned a whole season and i don't even remember what i watched during winter 2016 and so it has half the competition beat already it's tonkatsu dj akitaro my notes say anime of the year question mark but that's all the notes i have because i'm definitely going to get way way more in depth on uh, tonkatsu dj in a future episode so right now i'll announce that in one of the upcoming episodes this season we will have a full tonkatsu dj agitaro tribute episode where i will get way in depth with how great this anime is and for one wonderful episode it will be all about anime hip-hop instead of video game hip-hop so definitely get hyped up for that and make sure you check out tenkatsu dj agitaro uh, wherever you can whenever you can however you can so now to mention all the background music you heard on this week's episode the show kicked off with banjo kazooie flip by Beatmaker kells from his album experimentation that was followed up by pokemon theme remix extended remix by tony lees and during this second break we heard from npc title theme double dragon 2 remix featuring scott voss by non-playable records that was followed by super sand legend by brandon strader via oc remix that was a remix of music from the game Dragon Ball Z Legendary Super Warriors. Then we heard another OC remix, this time by Maze Dude. We heard his song Heart Beats from the SNES game Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Then things got a little more chill as we heard Fresh Air by Sublime Cloud, followed up by The Fruits by A Visceral from the No Visceral Ryan EP. And we're ending things out with the DP Pokemon League remix by Sakadachi. Uh, this is a remix of music from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. And the ending theme for this week's episode is music by Minako Hamano and Taisha Senda with the ending theme to Pokemon Puzzle Challenge for the Game Boy Color. But before we get into that, we're going to hear the final track, another one by Too Mellow from his latest album, Midnight Broadcast. This is the most summery of summer tracks on the album, especially because the word summer is actually on this track, because that's how I judge songs, using math 
certain words and the abundance of certain words within that song. So make sure you're sitting in front of the air conditioner for this one. This is Cloud Tonic by Too Mellow from the Midnight Broadcast album Volume 1. Make sure you subscribe to the show and follow me at GenoBoost over on Twitter. Thanks for listening.
for listening to the Subcon Podcast. Please support the show by subscribing to me at patreon.com slash genoboost. Find song links and show notes at gameofmusicforall.com slash subcon. Follow me on Twitter at Genoboost and Instagram at RetroBitsLA. And of course, you can find the latest video game-based albums at GameMusicForAll.com. You're now leaving Subcon.